Welcome to the holiday special of the Diamond Mind Podcast with Nate and Lenny, where we listen to all 92 Diamond albums certified by Billboard. Today's album is... Country Grammar by Nelly. But before we get into anything else, here's our news segment. And welcome back to your music news. Rather short this week. Uh, first off, Eric Clapton sues 55-year-old widow over $11 bootleg CD <laughs> on eBay. Uh, apparently, it says that he su- successfully sued her. She is a German widow. It was a copyright infringement case, and it's because she posted a bootleg live CD on eBay for $11. There you go, Eric. Also, why, why is it relevant that she's a 55-year-old widow? Good guy, Eric. Moving on, Metallica just celebrated their 40th anniversary this weekend with two shows in uh, San Francisco, and it was a four-day event. Huh. Quite the doozy. And so uh, to say, how about that? I know. I know you are. But, um, yeah, and their kids played in bands. And, like, they played in the weekend and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Kitty G! Uh Uh-oh. Has a new HBO documentary called Listening to Kitty G. And it should have come out this past Thursday by the time this is up. So, just in time for the holidays, I think. And, yeah, last but not least, Green Day released a doozy of a little short trailer video kind of thing, and fans are speculating that they are coming out with a new album, and they say that Father of All was just... A troll. Yeah, a troll, like it was originally speculated. And they're all turning 50 this year, which is interesting. Huh. Wait, no, I thought Trey was younger. Yeah, I thought so, too. I know Billy's turning 50. I think Mike's turning 50. That's crazy, though. Anyway, and that's it for your new segment. And we're back. And before we get into anything else, before we even get to the social medias, as this is our holiday special, um, and we usually have a little drawing, here's uh, our holiday special drawing by yours truly, Lanny Corum. It's a <laughs> it's a Christmas tree. Santa with his reindeer. <laughs> And John, John Lennon. Lennon. And here's, he looks like a gorilla. <laughs> here's the reference picture. <laughs> and that's that one. Okay, right. so now on to the social medias. The Twitter, TDM Pod, TDM, P-O-D. The Instagram, the Diamond Podcast. The YouTube for a face. And so you can see this beautiful picture of John Lennon. Uh, the Diamond Mine. If you look at the Diamond Mine Podcast, we should be the first thing that shows up. That is a huge water bottle. It's a gallon. Um... <laughs> Your mom. Anyways, follow us on TikTok, rate us five stars, subscribe, follow, all the sorts of stuff. Um, anyways, Lenny, would you like to get into the specs of Country Grammar by Nelly, the greatest album of all time? No, yes. <laughs> this album is 17 songs long, and yes, that means it is... 17 songs long. It is just over an hour, 66 minutes and 35 seconds. Uh, it was released June 27th the year 2000, and it went 10 times platinum, barely making it a diamond album. <laughs> Anyways, anything we would like to say uh, before we get into this? No. Ho, ho, ho. I'm about to sneeze. Hatchet. <laughs> <coughs> That's aggressive. Anyways, this first song is called in. Intro. <laughs> Sounds like a phone call on GTA. It's just a funny voicemail about dude trying to hit him up and Nelly won't answer him, essentially. 
pretty much. It's Cedric the Entertainer. And he wants Nellie to do it St. Louis style, St. Louis style. Um, which takes us into our first song. First song. It's called St. Louis. Uh, got that slap bass type beat. His flow is very mean. Uh, that's just that is a recurring theme. He has a nice flow. Um, it doesn't save him towards the end, but we'll get to that. Um, I'm not exactly fond of the chorus because I don't like how hard he's trying to slant May and St. Louis and all that. And it's honestly just kind of corny. Like it's, it's not like he's trying to make bad similes in a sense, but he's just painting St. Louis so tough and like, if you know what I mean. Uh, the verses are really solid. They're a solid, like, seven and a half for me, personally, just because I really like the flow, but the mm-hmm. chorus is, like, a three or a four. Okay. Uh, so, it sounds like they incorporate steel drums, whether they really do or not. I would imagine that they did. This chair is, like, Regardless. weirdly uncomfortable today. Continue. You need a cushion? You got yeah. a fat pillow. <laughs> I would become, like, a lot taller than you, though. Okay. Uh, he in the song he does go back and re- like mention Cedric the Entertainer. It sounds like it would be in a video game, mm-hmm. and I thought this one was kind of like a timeless piece that you could play whenever. Uh, I enjoyed it, but like Nate said in the chorus, his dialect was very weird in the chorus. Um, I just said chorus twice. Pretend I didn't, because he was trying to hit the end rhyme, mm-hmm. which was kind of annoying. But other than that, I really like the song. So. Next song is called Greed, Hate, Envy. Uh, this is more of the Nelly that I prefer. Yeah. Um, his inflection in this is nice. It's not like he's forcing himself to sound all tough. Uh, his flow is pretty similar to the flow and It's Getting Hot in Here. Uh, I enjoyed this one a lot. It got me moving. And then uh, there's a certain point in the song where Nelly has like a conversation with a cop and it's really funny to me. <laughs> Uh, he yeah. told the cop he smoked everything in his car already, and the cop pulled him over for going four over. Just a banger, and I will be listening to this on the way to work tomorrow. <laughs> like Nan already touched on, this is the Nelly sound that we are all familiar with. It has a smoother flow and what sounded like synth, and it's, again, as Nate kind of mentioned, his familiar drum beat to go with his flow and rhythm like, uh, hot in here. Uh, he's really good at pop references, and you notice that all throughout the album. That, mm-hmm. That's just his thing. Uh, this one was much better than the first for sure, and it was another timeless beast for me. The next song, uh, called Crunchy, Cun- Crunchy. Country Grammar. Um, also, we haven't mentioned this yet, but this, this podcast will be, like, pretty not safe for work because, just because of, like... Content, language... As as I was saying, this song is called Country Grammar, in parentheses, hot. Um, this classic. Nelly has a vicious flow. And this, sh- this song shows it... Jesus. This song shows it off. You never know where he's going with this flow, and it keeps you really interested. Like, you get attached to one thing, and then as soon as you're attached to that flow, he moves on to the next thing. And not in a bad way. It's just that switches it up, and it switches to something equally good. Um, the chorus is quite the earworm and uh even if you don't know the flow or don't know the words the flow of it itself gets stuck in your head facts this was the first single he ever released it is about his st louis hometown and how he flexes on it regularly (laughs) (laughs) um 
So yeah, there you go. Uh, the course is an interpolation of the Down Down Baby clapping game. Down Down Baby. Yeah. Uh, the music video adheres to the hip-hop tropes with expensive cars, beautiful women, oversized clothes, and the entire neighborhood backing him up. It hit number one and was an international hit. And I mean, uh, what more can I say other than... This is on the iPod Nano, thanks to my mom, and it's a no-skip for me. Just shouts to you, Kelly. Uh, the next song is called Steal the Show. Nice transition uh, from the crowd screaming into a song called Steal the Show. I thought that was interesting. Um, he's featuring the Saint Lunatics, which is mm-hmm. a group that he was a part of. Um, it's just a bunch of people from St. Louis. None of them are, like, no no stabs at them, but none of them, like, got as big as Nelly. Yeah. Um, but that was his crowd, and he definitely represents the city well and supports the locals, but with that being said, uh, supporting the locals means you aren't necessarily getting the cream of the crop on features, and uh, that's kind of apparent with this song uh (laughs) the third guy is pretty good but like the other two guys have some questionable bars if you remember that one um laney will talk about that but nelly took it home (laughs) yeah you did you will no nelly took it home though his voice is just so distinctive and the chorus is booty butthole wow great great adjectives booty butthole (laughs) Nate already touched on it. There's a mean fade into this intro with the crowd. This gave me Biggie Smalls vibes. Uh, absolutely wild lyrics. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I forgot about this. I forgot about like the... I mean, just straight up what it said. Yeah, just read it, bro. We had to replay this probably like three or four times. Oh, yeah, because we were laughing so hard. <laughs> it says, Hose tongues be on my dome, dog. <laughs> What? That's a senior um, quote. But yeah, we were really ready. <laughs> senior quote. We were really ready for that one. And honestly, this just it had flow, but it was not my favorite song. <laughs> the next, uh, the next song, I guess it's an interlude. Uh, he's just getting another voicemail from Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty much the same stuff. Just being like, "Hey yo, let's up. do this thing. <laughs> yeah. We we be playing that phone tag." Um, yeah, he just wants to get on the album so he can, like, be famous with Nelly. Yeah, he wants to blow up with Nelly. Yeah. Uh, the next song is called Ride With Me. Uh-uh, uh-uh, there is no H on that. Ride With Me? <laughs> Sorry, I just... This is with City Spud. <laughs> uh, A, must be the money. It's okay, you're white. Uh, <laughs> this song is quite fire. Uh, the song gives me major summer vibes. I really... I really enjoyed the beat. The beat doesn't necessarily carry the song, but it definitely helps. It's just mm-hmm. such a chill vibe with the acoustic guitar. Um, There's also, like, a good feature. Like, yeah. throughout the throughout the album, there's some, like, questionable lyrics by the features, and the, lyrics, and the, the features kind of bring it down a little bit. Um, yeah, I agree. But in this one, he spits, like, equally as hard as Nelly. And this is just a classic. Again, this and... Um, Country Grammar are mm-hmm. the two like biggest songs on this album, and for good reason. All right, so Genius Lyrics said that the hook is a paraphrase of Bill Clinton's campaign strategy, saying, "Hey, must be the economy, stupid. Hey, must be the <laughs> yeah. Money. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, this one, just another another iPod Nano classic. Thanks, Mom. It's a staple. 
I don't know why this one isn't played in the club still. This was just a good Because you'd be going to the club all the time, right? So often, yeah. <laughs> Can't you tell? They don't play songs like this, though. Oh! <laughs> wobble, baby, wobble, baby, wobble, baby. They don't, they don't even play that. Really? They don't play the wobble in the club? No. They play today's hits. They play it. They play it at the Cotton Eye Joe. That's, that's, wobble, baby, wobble, baby. That's the Cotton Eye Joe. I know, the Cotton Eye Joe is okay, a different Okay, the Cotton Eye Joe is designed for line dances and yeah. stuff. These this clubs, chair is literally, like, pinching my butt. Like, the, the, the like... Wicker? No, yeah, I guess wicker. that's what it's called. The, whatever. It's literally pinching my butt. You've had butt problems today. <laughs> I have had butt problems today. I took a huge poop earlier. Like, I'm talking a giganto poop. This I already clarified that this podcast was not safe for work. I can talk about my poops. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It was catastrophic. It quite literally ruined my day for like 20 minutes. Continue. <laughs> you ever seen the serpentine on the medical bracelets? <laughs> That's that, what Precisely. Anyway, welcome ever, to new uh, listeners. And you ever heard of Gyarados? <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty cool Pokemon, and it was also quite identical to my hey, poop. you ever heard of Gyarados? <laughs> Gosh, this one is going to be a doozy. <laughs> I don't even know where I... Hey, must be the money. Uh, you were talking, we were about, talking about Bill Clinton. About the... <laughs> <laughs> no, we were talking about the club. Oh, yeah, we were talking about the club. I don't know. Anyway, uh... I like the acoustic guitar feature that was in this song. And he really likes talking about his Range Rover and how icy he is. You oh, know, God. He's back to that flexing. So, yeah. <laughs> the next song is E.I. Um, a lot to unbox here. Uh, in, in these first couple bars, we learn Nelly has a foot fetish. Uh, he likes manicured toes, which is an oxymoron in and of itself because toes get pedicured, not manicured. Y'all ever seen toes with acrylics on? <laughs> He likes <laughs> ugly jeans. Nelly a freak. He um, likes Fenty Capri pants. Yes. Uh For you ladies out there. The that first verse just made me uncomfy. He's I'm I'm okay with sexual references in songs, but man, he gets very descriptive. Also This one and the next one. We <laughs> get it revealed. The final nail in the coffin that really just I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't listen to the song and Enjoy it because of just how appalled I was. Nelly's into pee-pee. Like a, like a golden shower. Nelly is into pee-pee. It's and we learned that. He's a foot guy. He's a, he's a is, piss guy. Nelly a freak freak. <laughs> On God. No cat. Oh. Anyway. Uh, is that all you got? Yeah. Nelly a freak freak. Alright. So I got this straight from Genius Lyrics. Um... E-I stands for eat it. Nelly uses it often in his songs, means that you're about to receive oral sex. But later on, apparently, Nelly explains to the rap fans and the nation um, that it is a St. Louis slang, and it means, yeah, bring it on. Uh, I would not let my kids listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) I would hope not. It has a catchy chorus, though, but I would not let my children (laughs) listen to this song. Let's move on to this. The next song is called... Thicky Thick Girl. Uh, Shout out to a guy me and Lainey went to high school with. How how are you, Nikki? Um, This first guy kind of sounds like Big Boy from Outkast. I don't know which member of the... 
the lunatics it is, but um, if you want to flashback, there are a lot of similarities between this album and um, The Love Below. Speaker Box. And Speaker Box. Um, I guess they came out similar times and similar genres, so you, that's why there's a lot of uh, similarities there. What year did Speaker Box there. and Love Below come out? I don't know. Um, he said penis in the song, though. And <laughs> there's there's no way you can say penis and not sound like a dumbass, in my opinion. Especially like two thousand three is when Outcast came out with. Okay, movie. so like so early two thousands. Yeah. Um, you can't say penis and not sound like a dumbass, especially like like in a rap song where you're trying to kind of sound like like you, dang you so thicky thick girl, but then you say you. penis. This song is just not for me. Why would you? Why would you say penis? This is the most I've said penis. This this podcast. I don't think I've ever said the the word penis on this podcast. The p word. And I have said penis a ridiculous amount also, of times. I'm not bleeping it because that is human anatomy. Penis. Okay. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah. Have you ever seen the show Big Mouth? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know how Nikki's dad is like Nikki. <laughs> 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 I don't know why that made me think of that. And then another story time, Roby, you better be listening to this. And I'll know because you'll bring this up and you'll text me. Freshman year of high school. I can't remember if it was my, my first semester. I think it was. Roby and I were in a computer lab for our English class. And we were playing the penis game. For those of you who don't know what that is, um, it's where like you just see who can be the loudest and scream. You'll play right now. The word penis. No, bro, your mom's probably asleep. Penis. Hi, we're at I Nate's win. house. Okay. And so we were playing it, and we had, like, walked into the computer lab, sat down, and I said, hey, Romy, penis! <laughs> I won. But at that time, our teacher walked in, and it was like, hey, settle down. <laughs> and me and Romy were across the room from each other, and we were crying. Oh, oh good times, good times. Um, Romy, just, yeah. Okay, anyway, getting to this song, Thicky Thick Girl. Um, Genius said that it's one of the best songs on this album. That's bad. That is some <laughs> straight bad. If you want to know what that means, go to the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, But this intro gives me flashbacks, like PTSD. Because that kid, Nikki, one time, I was out. <laughs> I was oh, out hey, we're exposing him, exposing him. Okay. <laughs> I, I can tell horror stories. About All right, this fair, kid. fair, fair. This one's about me, so I'm telling it. I don't care. I've told everybody. But I was outside with Nate's sister because she worked at our school at the time. And we were outside walking around the track, you know, PE. Got to get your four laps in. Thank you, Coach Mims. And, uh, <laughs> and I hear Nikki yell behind me, Hey, Lainey, you so thick. <laughs> And me and your sister, oh, we started cracking up. Uh, it was so embarrassing, though. I hated uh, every minute of it. But, like, you gotta know, like, Nikki just does that I mean, you have, to, you have to know him, though, yeah. Like, like Nikki, uh... <laughs> I told one of the counselors about it. I'm not gonna name her. But she was like, he's just nervous. I get nervous when he's around me. What do you <laughs> mean? He's nervous. Anyway, let's get back into this horrible song. Mm, it just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, we were just, he topped out the counselor. Yeah, I'm just not going to say the name. But, um, 
Now, I did think Nelly's verse was good in here, but Dear Neptune, I would not let my kids hear this one either. And also the chorus was just annoying because it was just thicky, thick, thick girl the whole time. I hate it. And we're back. So the next song is called For My. This song features Lil Wayne. Uh, so I thought it would probably be pretty decent, but... Um, I'm sad. I... I didn't really say a lot. I really just said all of Lil Wayne's features are pretty good, except for the one song he has with Kanye on graduation. I can't remember what it's called for the life of me. Uh, whatever. I'll look at um, And really, my only note is that it's it's a casual, like, normal Nelly song, except... Barry Bonds. Oh, yeah, that song sucks. Um... <laughs> It's a casual Nelly song, except it's got Lil Wayne th- thrown in there, and I really do think he says the N word on. It's almost every single like, line. Like, sixty six percent of his lines have the N word in it, and most of it is at the end, like but for think, the rhyme think scheme. Think of Lil Wayne, like back then, though. Like that's. Just, oh yeah, that was. I mean, that was Lil Wayne. That was his thing. Yeah. That was that. That's really all I have to say. Yeah, okay. So, this song started off, and I was kind of excited because I was like, okay, Lil Wayne, right? And then the lyrics were just not there whatsoever. But then it kind of pulls you back in when his verse comes up, Lil Wayne's, and the beat, you know, it's a good beat. It would be a top-tier song, but there's just something not right. Like, it's just missing something. I don't know. They undersold this one, to be honest. The next next song is called Other Side. Uh, this is the point where I realized I was bored. I really don't think, and, and I, I rant a little bit, so hear me out. Just go. I really don't think hip-hop albums should be very long, uh, especially not 17 songs. Um, honestly, if this song was the last song on the album, this would wrap up as a pretty decent album, um, but we have quite a bit of stuffing left at this point. Um... It's hard to do a podcast in the format in which we do it, where we listen to the album and then we, like, all consecutively, and then we describe every single song, uh, just in general, but, like, also... Here's what I hate. I listen to songs and albums now, and I do that. I what? Ha- I annotate. Yeah. Like, I, I feel I that. Hate it. I feel that. Because uh, Carly sent me an album to listen to the other day, and I listened to it. And I was literally going through, and I was like, ooh, I like that bass. Like, ooh, you know, I don't really like how that... Uh-huh. I was like, oh, my God. But it's it's difficult to do the format we do, especially when a lot of the songs sound very similar. Um, yes. And that's what a lot of the issues were early on with I, the albums. Because not one, like, the albums weren't as good. But so they were going to have more similar songs. But two, we also just weren't very good yet. And I'm not saying that we're, like, spectacular now, but, like, we're definitely a lot better than episode one through ten, you know? Um, no, I still say the same crap. So, with, with that being said, um, I will be pretty brief for the rest of the songs. Yeah, uh, unless same. something necessarily stands out that I want to talk about. Um, assume it's just kind of the same Nelly stuff. To talk about this song, um, it's just a robotic-sounding beat with a pretty with pretty mo- mediocre bars, uh, and this was honestly like one of the worst songs on the album. <laughs> it's called Other Side, right? Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> that hurt me. <laughs> anyway, 
that wasn't it, by the way. That was Hannah Montana. Uh, this one had just kind of a more techno-sounding beat. Nelly is just doing what he does best, but at this point, I was bored because Bobby. it all sounds... I just miss so bad. Because it all sounds uh, too similar, like Nate was saying, and almost every single song is four minutes or longer. Mm-hmm. That's also another issue. Even through boredom, I would still give it a 7 out of 10 because it was, you know, catchy, good rhythm, stuff like that. Um, and in the next song, I get more into why it's so repetitive, but we can move on. Uh, this next song is called Throw Dem Raps. Yes. Um, this beat sounds like I just entered a UFO. The flow kind of makes it feel like they're really coming at you with the song. It's definitely not a chill song. Otherwise, same old Nelly. Same old Nelly. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so I said the intro pulls you in, and it starts off smooth and kind of soft. Like Nate said, um, kind of like a UFO. I can't remember the name of the instruments, but you can change like the frequency and pitch. With yeah, the bar, oh, you know those are about. so sweet. Yeah, uh, that's basically what it sounded like. It was kind of higher pitch. But then it, the beat comes in like super hard. Uh, at this point, though... He's just rephrasing the same things over and over again. Hose, alcohol, drugs, his jewelry, his icy, and cars. And if you're listening to this album, just pick whatever song sounds best to you and then listen to it because you aren't missing anything. You're getting the message with yeah. every single song. Like, it really doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, let's move on. The next song is called Rap Some Dim. Uh, tasteful Biggie, what's beef reference. Um, that's kind of a... Not necessarily, like, really deep cut, but not just a casual Biggie listener wouldn't know that song, so shout out to you. Um, this song is essentially a love letter to weed, um, which is pretty interesting because it's not something that they've rapped about a ton on this album. Like, it's mostly about, like, hoes and money and, like, blowing up. They mention um, it, though. They mention it, but it's not, like, the focal point of uh, the million songs before this. Um... Chorus is pretty fire. Uh, I like the marimba in the beat. Uh, and I think it's really funny how many clever weed wordplays they say. Um, yes. Because the, if there's two things that have many different names for them, it's sex and weed. That's, that's <laughs> and they, they really throw it down with the with the wordplay here. They really do. Um I said that this one should be kept on the album over the past, like, several that we had listened to. Uh-huh. Except the one that I said was a 7 out of 10. That was pretty good. But, um, all those other songs were really just kind of unnecessary. This one was catchy, and it had a lighter sound, better lyrics. It was just an all-around good, solid song, fun to listen to. Yeah, this yeah. this one was a, like, pretty good breath of fresh air after we had just been to listening it. to <laughs> doo-doo garbage. Um, Dookie. Uh, yeah, you can go. And it's the it's one, the the only thing I want to say before I go into this. Um, again, going back to like the format in which we do this podcast, um, I hate when the <laughs> lights do that, dude. Um, it really sucks because like this is a good song, but because a lot of the songs are so similar there's not much i can say to exemplify that i really did like this song like i like this song a lot more than most of the songs on this mm-hmm. album but there's not much i can say without repeating myself 
Um, like if this song came on in a shuffle on a playlist in a car, we would be like, yeah, we'd be bumping. We'd be bumping. Um, but sitting here after an hour, it's like okay. Yeah, like I've heard this before. It's just got a different subject. Um, anyways, next song it's called "Batter Up," and I'm gonna just let you guess. I'm gonna let you guess. All right, you got your guess. Uh, as you can probably assume, it's a song similar to other Nelly songs, but this time with baseball wordplay. Mind blown. Um, it's not about sex or money oh, or anything like that. Literally baseball. Uh, just baseball wordplay. Um, the chorus. Is pretty fire because it has nothing really to do with baseball. Uh, versus a bunda la caca, they are like bad, bro. Like, like bad. It. I'm sorry um, to Nelly's little group. What are they called? The Saint Lunatics or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a reason Nelly blew up, and they didn't, bro. Like, like Nelly. Has that mean flow, that distinctive voice. Nelly is fun to listen to when it's just Nelly. I do not like the Saint Lunatics, bro. The Saint Lunatics drag him down, and it's no wonder that he he beefed with them and then he left. Like and that's fair because they weren't all bad, but it's just like they didn't have that same. There's nothing special about them. Charisma. Yes, that Nelly happens. has like something about him that's just like when you listen to him, it's it's interesting. It pulls you in. Like his flow, his wordplay, his his voice in and of itself. Like it's like he's a storyteller without a story, but, but that doesn't matter because you think he's it's it's kind of like it really is kind of like like imagine him singing boats and hose. <laughs> it would pull you in way more than Will Ferrell. Nuts cap. Um... <laughs> It, it's kind of like Big Boy, how I don't, you know, everybody knows Andre 3000, but nobody really knows Big Boy, because Big Boy is yeah. just kind of like your stereotypical, like... He's like the undersell. Yes, and that's what the Saint Lunatics are to me. That's fair. That's okay, fair. but I'll let you, I'll let you go. Okay, so this song is the last time that the Saint Lunatics are actually on this album, Genius said it is one of their best, I guess, like, features on this one. It had the lyrics, fish don't fry in the kitchen, beans don't burn on the grill. Oh, that was a banger. <laughs> Which, if you don't know what that means, you can just look that up. Uh-huh. Um, but this song, I, I kind of liked it. It's not that bad, but, like, I was just tired at this point, so my notes are really crappy. Sorry, guys. But, I okay, it's about baseball, and so in between, like, the chorus and verses and stuff, they would do, like, the announcer at a baseball mm-hmm. game. I could have gone without that because the song was, like, five or six minutes It was or long it enough. It was long. And I just didn't need that. That's how a lot, a lot of these songs are. Like, they really are just, like, inflated to the point in which rap songs are, are except for, like, super-duper lyrical ones, and even then, sometimes they are. Um super repetitive Mm -hmm. that's just kind of how they are they try to hook you because they're not going to hook you with like impressive vocals or anything like that um so they hook you with wordplay or like a good story to go along with it or just something that's catchy um and these songs while being repetitive are also inflated to the point in which 
there's a certain point where a song is too long and you're like, okay, I'm done enjoying this. Like, the enjoyment ended at 3 minutes, 30 seconds, and there's another that's minute That's how it left. was to the majority of these songs. And that's, yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. Like, nice. most, if not all of these songs, other than, like, the the spotty three, four, five bangers yeah. in here yeah. are at that point. And that sucks. That really just sucks to list as a listener to sit through an album like that. Anyways, uh, the next song is called Never Let Them See You Sweat. Uh, the chorus is deodorant puns. I swear to God, I'm not kidding you. The chorus is deodorant puns. I'm literally baffled. Um, it can't get much cornier than MC Hammer. Uh, but damn. This chorus is laughably bad. The wordplay doesn't impress me anymore. Especially since the chorus is so bad. They're they're trying to act so hard throughout the verses. Talking about like shooting people and stuff. And then they make deodorant puns. No, yeah, because, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and, like, bounce off you with my notes. Uh-huh, it says it. that, it, I mean, this sounded like they just recorded a freestyle and their theme or whatever was just, like, sweating. Uh-huh. Not letting them see you sweat and they can interpret it however they want. Because the verses was like, you know, no, don't let them see you sweat. Like, you, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Like, yeah. whatever. But then, yeah, the chorus was just deodorant puns. Like, it was just name brands. Mm. Which was so stupid. <laughs> Is that all you had? Yeah, you go. Um, yeah, that's all I had for that song. <laughs> I really, yeah, like, see, not, I'm not trying to repeat myself, but again, the thing with how this podcast is formatted, this album. Mm. Next song is called Loving Me. Uh, pretty good transition. Got that 80s dreamy kind of beat. Uh, he's singing to his his mom in this one. This is, this, Okay. I love my mom a lot, I'll and so uh, that that really just touched me. I like when people are give the glory to their mom because moms are underappreciated. Uh, this chorus is very Biggie esque with letting like a woman sing it, like kind of like yeah, because Biggie had a lot of like women singing the chorus, like, like a woman choir. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I missed the key part of verse two though, and I'll let Lainey explain <laughs> that. Yeah. So, uh, Genius Lyrics. Nelly thanks all the people who have supported him throughout his entire life. Verse 1 is for his mom. Verse 2 is for his girl. And verse 3 is him listing off, like, his entire crew. <laughs> uh, it's, oh, it's a transition from the last song, by the way. Uh, I, this one was also at a much different pace, which I appreciated. Mm. Just kind of switching it up slightly. He was coming to an end on this album. Um, okay, so... <laughs> The pure shock on Nate's face <laughs> from when the first verse like ended about his mom, the small chorus. And so I started. I started typing after and then the first verse. Verse two came in and it said, "Um, it's talking about his girlfriend. He's giving him head in the bathtub." <laughs> and Nate goes, "What?" Because <laughs> I thought it was talking about his mom. Still, I didn't hear the part. Like, the first line of verse two is like, "This one for my girl." Yeah, you the one. And I was like totally just typing about his mom. Like, oh, he's talking he's about his about, mommy. Like, giving him back rubs and stuff. Yes. And then it said that line. <laughs> and then it goes, what? <laughs> I was like actually scared. Oh, we had to stop because we were laughing so hard. Oh. I mean, it was genuine shock yes. on your face. Like, forget the foot fetish. Forget the pee. Uh, yeah, he a freak freak. <laughs> That's too far. But no, that was about his girl at the time. 
Even though, personally, I don't think I would want anybody saying that about me. Yeah. But it's whatever. Um, <laughs> that's all I had. Yeah, the just... song was pretty alright. Honestly, like... I liked this one. Uh, yeah, this one was a good song. <laughs> this this was a, this was a good one. This, this was, was like good this is of the like five or six. I look like I'm holding a ball sack. This is. I'm sorry. I just said that on the podcast. I was just. I don't doing know. This. I'm gonna have to cut that. <laughs> or you can just censor it. Wait, I don't what know. are you fondling um, over there? I just move on. There's like five or six songs on this album that I really vibed with, and this is one of them. Uh, the last thing I guess on this album is the outro. And it's just another voicemail. They've been playing phone tag. <laughs> yeah, Cedric said he got his, uh, you know, he missed his call. He missed his page or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, and then uh, he got pulled over by the cops and he was like, yeah, I got warrants for my arrest. I'll holla at you. Yeah, <laughs> and that has been crying high. laughing. <laughs> Anyways, Lainey, 1 through 92, how you feeling? Wait, for the outro, do you think those are actual voicemails? No, there's no way. It'd be funny if they were. That would be so funny, though. Anyway, uh, so this was Extreme Land Syndrome. If you're new here, long album, no substance. Um, it's at 51 right now. This album needs to be cut, like, probably in half. Uh, I'd move it down, obviously, to, like, 60s, 70s, probably. Yeah, I'd move it down to the 70s. Um, I was not about it. I'm sorry, Nelly. That's the thing, like, I was kind of excited and maybe that was my problem yeah because i was disappointed oh well sorry nelly <laughs> anyways you have anything to say before uh, i start spitting out social medias and stuff no twitter tdm pod tdm pod the instagram the diamond mine podcast the youtube for john lennon uh the diamond mine if you look up the diamond mine podcast it's right there bro tiktok Diamond Diamond Mind Podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, We're on Amazon Music now. Yes, go listen to that. Shout out to Germany, uh, y'all be uh, y'all be popping real. up in our views. Um, y'all are really enjoying the Elvis Christmas album, which, by the way, uh, ho ho ho! Happy holidays! Uh, oh yeah, happy holidays! Um, Merry Christmas! Red happy Kwanzaa! Star. Happy Hanukkah! Wait, is wait is Kwanzaa still going? I yeah, Kwanzaa's to the end of the month, right? We're sorry. Um, I think so. I don't know. Did Hanukkah end? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm uncultured. <laughs> Literally me. Um, Rate us five stars on our podcast. Rate us five stars on Spotify. I don't know if you can do it on Amazon Music, but if you can, go for it. Um, Hit us up. Comment. DM. Whatever. Find my email. Find it. Do it. I believe in you. Like. And- subscribe. Whatever you got. <laughs> Uh, tell tell your mother she's if she's still kicking. Tell her tell her you love her. Moms are underappreciated. Anyways, anything else we have? No. Nope. Okay. This has been the Diamond Mind Podcast. We'll be back at you next week with Usher. <laughs>